Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom. This is the Nightcap with Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. It is the Nightcap here on VSEN alongside Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. We just had a visit from the great Amal Shaw stopping My first by. Time yeah, Amal's the man. Hey, yes, man. Worked with uh, worked with Amal on uh, a couple shows last year. Big college hoop guy. We need to get him in studio one yeah, of these nights. You need some college hoops help. I just need. I just need it. Need to settle down. Get some winners out there. I'll get back. I'll get back. Uh, get Fresno. I, 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 Fresno. I, I openly acknowledge that my college basketball information revolves around one program. I can tell you pretty much everything about Duke. Anybody else? Yeah, cool. Congratulations. Yeah, I have to see him thank, play. Thank you for that. Yeah. I appreciate it. Although I do have some future bets in college basketball. As do I. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's bring in uh, our good friend Jared Smith from PicksWise, at Jared Lee Smith on Twitter. Jay Smeezy. And uh, what's up? We will not talk college basketball, even though I think both you and I are on Fresno State here tonight. So. Yeah, nice little run here. For hopefully, the Bulldogs. hopefully we can. Uh, hopefully time. we can get at least something here. When did UNLV paint the strip <laughs> on the court? Like I'm a rooter. They had that for a little while. That's pretty cool. I always laugh at the Statue of Liberty in the middle of it for New York, New York, because it's kind of painting a different picture there, right? That's kind of my neck of the woods over here. <laughs> yeah. Like that's, yeah. That's, You're like, hold on, hold on. We got that. We got the real one here. Do they have the Eiffel Tower out there, too, for, for <laughs> yeah. Paris? I would only respect it so. if it was in color. Man, Fresno State playing some D. All right. Uh, let's go Fresno. Let's make the night. Uh, maybe Clearly, I just need a bet. The, the final game on the board. Last night, Oregon State, second half. Bro, I told you, put or USC, basketball to bed for three days. I will because we got to talk NFL with uh, with Jared here. Uh, Jared, let's just kind of go in chronological order, and, and we'll kind of we'll bounce around a little bit. But uh, Las Vegas and Cincinnati, you know, this is there, – there's so many ways to kind of look at this. Both Sean and I are – on the Raiders in this spot. I think this is a very popular play. Cincinnati, I should say, is a popular play. How do you look at this game? We'll start with the side. We can jump into props and, and total whatnot too. But when you look at a side here, five and a half, open six, six and a half, how do you look at this game with the Raiders and the Bengals? 
Yeah, I mean, the early money certainly coming in on on Vegas pushes that line down. I even saw four and a half at a couple of shops here, uh, and I would imagine this probably closes around five. Obviously, when you're talking about Wild Card Weekend, the first thing you have to think about is underdogs because they've just been so good. I know we've been talking about this stat for the last few days: fifteen and three against the number uh, dogs on Wild Card Weekend since 2017. What does that mean for this Wild Card Weekend? It might not mean anything. It's right. been a wacky season. We were joking earlier that the wacky part of this weekend might be that nothing wacky happens. It's just been that unpredictable uh, of a season. That being said, this game, I, I did look to the dog early here because I do think the Raiders are going to be able to move the ball. I think Darren Waller, if he's healthy again, last week was the first game back from COVID and the knee injury, and he only had two catches on nine targets. Let's look about, let's see what his mobility and his cardio is like in uh, this game. But I do think the Raiders offense should have some success against the Bengals defense that's trended down. That being said, the biggest thing that pushed me to Cincinnati here what does Vegas have left in the tank? They had to win four straight games just to get into the playoffs. We all watched that game on Sunday night. They had to play five quarters to get past the Chargers. And now they have the first game out of the gate on Saturday in a, what's a short week. So I, I, that to me is my question. And I think if Vegas is even just a little bit regression from their you know peak of, of what their season was over the last four weeks, if they just regress slightly from that, I can see this Bengals offense, especially having a field day. I know they scored a lot of points late in the first matchup. I could see them scoring early here if Vegas starts slow. And if they start slow, I don't know if they have the firepower to come back uh, and match the Bengals blow for blow. So it's not easy to lay a number here, but I think I lean Cincinnati just because of the how much gas does the Raiders do the Raiders have left in the tank? You know what's interesting, Jared, and uh, I'd be interested, does this sway your opinion at all? When you go back and look at the regular season contests, uh, Raiders were pretty much one-dimensional. They could throw the ball at times when Carr was on, and that was really all they had. Evidenced by Josh Jacobs, nine carries, 37 yards in that game. Last three weeks of the season, they figured out balance. Jacobs, 324 rush yards over those games, average 108 per game. Kind of makes the Raiders offense a lot more capable of controlling time and possession and also presenting a lot more balance to the opposing defense that carry over into this game? And if it does, does that change your opinion slightly or not at all? It, it does. I think that's the way that the Raiders, I mean, that what you just described is the recipe for how Vegas wins this game. It's Josh Jacobs left, right, and center. And, you know, the Bengals, there are some chinks in the armor with this Bengals rushing defense. I was looking at the numbers uh, last night. Severe drop-off over the last four weeks. They're dead last in the NFL in uh, rushing success rate, you know, on defense. So they're giving up some, some pretty big runs. And I know last week doesn't really count, so you really can't look at those numbers. But if you just take the back half of the season, which is weeks 10 through 18, they're 27th in rushing success rate. So I, I think their defense has struggled against the run. And to me, that is the recipe, you know, left, right, and center for, for, for Jacobs. And then you get Carr on play action with Waller and, and of course, Hunter Renfro, who's been fantastic this year, especially in some big spots. So that certainly scares me. Also, it takes the pressure up Derek Carr, who again, has kind of pieced this together with crazy glue over the last few weeks. And he also struggles in cold weather games. I was looking at that too, 35 degrees or less. David Carr's 0-5, his offense has never scored more than 17 points. And it, I think the Bengals are the more rested team, and I think they're a little more prepared for this weather. We'll see how Vegas handles the outdoors. Yeah, we talked about the weather earlier in the show. Uh, a little windy, nothing too crazy, but it will be chilly, as uh, as Jared mentioned. Jared Smith joining us. By the way, Todd Graham has resigned as the head coach of Hawaii. You want to uh, go take that job? Yeah, let's go. All right. Have your OC? I think 
They're on the quarantine, though, aren't they? Isn't that, wasn't that one of those places where they're a little stricter? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. But we live in Hawaii, whatever. I mean, let's get that contract. And then, I mean, honestly, if we get fired in two what years, does whatever. What salt water do to gingers? Oh, I'll, I'll be. <laughs> I'll just have that zinc oxide I'll on my nose. I'll take the QB coach job with you, Sean. Yeah. That's what let's I go, do, guys. I, let's I go. Let's QB make it whisper. happen. Let's make, I'm, I'm ready. We'll all pack our bags tonight. We'll head out to the island. All right. Um, let's head to the night game on Sunday. Uh, fascinated to see this one. And, you know, it, it's interesting. I saw some spl- of the splits today, and I was surprised that um, that as much money was on Buffalo, uh, Jared, because it, it to me it felt a little bit like what we had heard on Monday, which was I'm getting Bill Belichick and points. I've got to take Bill Belichick. Mac Jones has not looked like – early season Mac Jones these past couple of weeks and you're going to be in, you know, wind chill and the negatives. Uh, it's going to be brutally cold on the road. I do like the bills. The number ticked back up to four and a half actually here at circuit. It's five. I know it's tantalizing with a low total of 44 to take those points with the Patriots. But to me, I think having Mac Jones in this spot is a really, really tricky scenario. I like the bills in this spot, what do you look at this one? Yeah, I, I think it's Buffalo or pass for me here too. And and again, I, I'm two favorites already on the board. Right? It scares me, but 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 I'm surprised that there. You're you're right. I am surprised that there's not more public love for New England in this spot. Really tough to handicap, and we'll get to this. You know, in the Monday night game too. Same same boat. It, it's really tough to handicap the third of of three games, especially when the two teams split and both in both scenarios, the road team won both games. Um, I think when you look at that first game between, you know, the Pats and the Bills, really hard to take anything away from that. But I do think the Pats are going to try to employ a similar strategy. Let's see how many runs we can cram it down the Bills' throat, and let's see how far or how long we can keep Josh Allen off the field for. Because the quarterback discrepancy in this game, I think, is is massive. I think the defenses are relatively similar. Buffalo's numbers are slightly better, but I think New England's scheme might be a little better. They might be a little bit stronger in the secondary as well, especially without Tredavious. White, but when you look at the Bills, they lead the NFL in net yards per play. What does that mean? Well, last year's leader in net yards per play, the Tampa Bay Bucks, won the Super Bowl. Three out of the top five teams in that category last year were playing on Championship Sunday. I would be surprised if Buffalo doesn't win this game. Rookie quarterbacks have not fared well in the wild card games. Four and seven against the spread, just a 55% completion percentage, more interceptions than touchdowns. I would be shocked if Mac Jones really opens things up and pushes the ball down the field in this game. The question for me is just like we saw at Foxborough a few weeks ago, can Brian Dable, I think they went for it on fourth down twice on the opening drive of that game, aggressive early, take the lead, remove the running attack from the Patriots game plan. If the bills can do that, I think they'll win. And I think they'll cover. Yeah. And, and you look at the injury situation too. Damian Harris on the injury report. If you know, if this Patriots team is not, a hundred percent. They're Can I say something? Yes, you are you, you the co host of this program. You and Jay Sweezy, I'm gonna give you a piece of advice for this game. Don't overthink it. I've already bet Just it. Just go Sean. take all the money you have available. All the money you have and <laughs> lay the number with the Bills. Because the Bills win this game by at least thirteen. I hope you're right. I'm with you. Sean. I hope you're right. I think it's a big game for Josh Allen. We've seen his legs be a factor in games like this. His rushing attempts prop was around seven, don't, six and a half. Don't even worry about. Don't even worry about. Don't even worry about watching it. This, this, that didn't go. It's gonna go out, hang out with the fellas tomorrow night. Yep. Um, 
I'm not even going to watch Jared, anything. anything uh, but we only got a minute left before the next segment. We'll get into Sunday's slate as well. Uh, any props in games one or two on Saturday that, that, that are interesting to you? Allen rush attempts. I, I, I mean, this is a Josh Allen game. Yeah. You know, this is a spot where he says, listen, this is my team. They were in the AC championship game last year. I would expect the onus of tomorrow night to fall on his shoulder. So any Josh Allen prop you want, especially rushing attempts, rushing yards, finding the end zone. Uh, and I, I would say Darren Waller, if, if, if he's healthy, the matchup favors him, but I'm sure you're, you know, paying up the wazoo for his prices. So, uh, but keep an eye on that matchup because I think Waller will have some success against the Bengals uh, second or their secondary and their linebackers right now at DraftKings, over under on rushing attempts for Josh Allen is sitting at seven and a half juice to the over quite mm-hmm. heavily, but mm. uh, you know, his numbers through the air in freezing temperatures are pretty low. His rush numbers are very very high. That's Jared Smith from PicksWise. He always hangs out on a Friday night for another segment. He will do that here as well. We'll get into Sunday's slate of Wild Card Weekend next right here on the Nightcap. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. Saturdays are for sunshine, especially for your ears. With another election, ongoing wars and natural disasters, we know the news can be a lot to take in. And we're determined to share the bright side of humanity. Every Saturday, take a breather from the headlines and hear all the uplifting happenings across the world with Five Good Things, a new weekend edition of CNN Five Things. That means you can find this goodness in the same feed as Five Things. Listen to Five Good Things on the iHeartRadio app. This is the Nightcap on VSN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, well, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of city casts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. We've got city casts in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, LA, where Danielle Avari will tell you Oregon will cover against UCLA, but her alma mater can't beat them outright as 10 point favorites. New York, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and Washington, D.C. Subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcast. Alongside Sean King, I am Tim Murray, and Sean, at the start of the show, said that he should have put something down on Dallas, and you were absolutely right. The Grizzlies, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, had an eleven-game winning streak heading into tonight, Sean. And they are getting smoked by Dallas, 106 to 79, 108 to 79, with 247 to go. Yeah, I didn't have a good feel at the time for uh, the, the the last piece of my uh, what you call it of my uh, Puckstradamus play, and so I don't like to chase. Like even if I feel strongly about something, if I feel like I'm losing my current ticket, and I'll just call it a night. 
Well, you won on your, your three-leg parlay. Let's bring it back into uh, Jared Smith, at Jared Lee Smith on Twitter at, from uh, PicksWise. Always joins us on Fridays, and we continue Super Wildcard Weekend heading to Sunday's slate. Uh, winds, 25 to 30 miles per hour. Uh, rain, as we found out earlier on the show, when we had Doug Cameron on to uh, – Give us the forecast said eh, rain 30% chance, nothing too crazy, but the wind will be whipping. And uh, you've seen a line actually tip down a little bit uh, down to eight and a half or eight, depending on where you look there, Jared, does Philadelphia have a chance to keep this thing close come Saturday afternoon? Mm. I want to say yes, because we're on so many favorites, but I know. Um, <laughs> it's, it's scary. I just, this is not, and I guess that's the, you know, the output of what has been such a weird season in the NFL. It's the, you know, these, these underdogs have major flaws. All of them do. And Philly, especially when they play up, when they manage up, Oh, and six straight up when they face playoff teams, one and five against the number. I do think it's pretty ironic with games in Cincinnati and Buffalo and Kansas city that the weather game is in right. Tampa Bay. Um, that, that is just a sign of the times, I guess too. But um, I, I live down there. I know Sean, you know, you know, down there in that area too. Um, I, I think it, the weather probably won't have as big of an impact uh, as maybe some of the forecasts indicate, you know, the, the storms, they blow through very quickly and then they kind of dissipate. It's about the timing of when the cell comes through again. I'm no meteorologist, but having grown up down there, I, I know that it can be very unpredictable. So it's hard to really bet with the weather in mind. I'm just going to kind of treat this game in a vacuum and, and kind of say that I don't, I see it very, I see a very difficult uh, path for Jalen Hurts and, and, and Nick Sirianni to win their first playoff game on the road against the defending champs. Yeah, that would be a, a massive, massive win and a massive upset. And I think that puts this in the teaser category, especially now the total has dropped pretty significantly. It makes those points even more valuable. I think the Bucks can be run on. The rushing numbers are a little bit trending down for the Bucks defense. Teams used to not even try to run on them. Now they're kind of middle of the pack back half of the year. So that could be a positive for the Eagles. But when the when when the backs are against the wall and it's fourth and goal or it's third and short and Jalen Hurts needs to make a play, I don't know if I trust him as much as I would trust the Brady uh, and a Bruce Arians to have the right call there. So I think it's a Bucks teaser spot, but probably not a play against the number. Yeah, I really think the Bucks win comfortably here, but I'm like you. If I get a, if I do get involved in this game, it'll be to tease it down. You know, I just can't get over the fact that that game was 28-7 during the regular season. Mm. Like they thoroughly won at Philly, and I just don't think Philly has beaten anyone of significance. I mean, their wins have come against the the catfish of the NFL. They got fortunate. They think they played uh, four or five of their wins were against backup quarterbacks. So. I think they're lucky to be here. I'm happy they're here. Uh, I actually pulled for Jalen and Nick, uh, the Sirianni, the head coach. But, you know, I just think Tampa's too much, too experienced. You know, that crowd is very high football IQ crowd. They'll, they'll make it difficult for Jalen, you know, to operate. I see the Bucks winning comfortably. And I'm with you on the weather. You know, I can't remember ever playing a game in Ray J. And I was there for six years where the wind had an impact. Yeah. Uh, it would rain at time to time, but he, that was a generally short-lived as well. But I, I'd be shocked if it's a, a a game that was like Buffalo and New England regular season, you know, in Buffalo, where the wind made it impossible to throw. I just I don't see that happening. Jared, the biggest, uh, the most closely uh, uh, spread-wise is Dallas and San Francisco, 
and now it was a, it was a juiced minus three in favor of Dallas. Those juice uh, are gone. Uh, they are down to straight threes. Actually, minus one hundred five here at uh, no, yeah, minus one hundred five here at Circa. Uh, you know, I, I said earlier in the show, I, I initially liked San Francisco. I'm staying away. Sean really liked San Francisco here uh, to take this to bring this one home. The, the worry I have, as as you well know, this just feels like a very trendy dog. So that's what's <laughs> scaring me uh, here. Uh, I do like San Francisco. I think they can run the ball uh, extremely well. I think they've got the the coaching advantage, but I'm staying off this game. Uh, what are you looking at with 49ers Cowboys? We got to pick one dog this weekend, right? Um, <laughs> it feels know, like it's the trendy so dog, though. The numbers now again. I I we're, we're still relatively early in the week. You know, it's only Friday. I mean, we still have another 36 hours or so until the market settles. But I'm seeing a lot of action come in on Dallas at a lot of the sports books. In fact. Um, I even got from your friends at DraftKings a three and a half earlier this week uh, at minus 115 plus three and a half on San Francisco. I, I gobbled that up immediately. Anytime we've seen the market fluctuate slightly towards the Niners at three and a half, we've seen that hook evaporate very quickly. Listen, when I look at the numbers for San Francisco, they jump on the page over or jump off the page, excuse me, over the back half of the season, they lead the NFL in net yards per play. And there it's a pot 1.6. Usually the numbers are around plus one or maybe 0.9. That's where the leaders tend to gravitate. The Niners are well ahead of that. They are gaining a ton of yards and the Cowboys defense is giving up a ton of yards over the back half of the year, 28th in opponent yards per play. They're allowing almost six yards per play this season. And we talk about how good that Cowboys defense is up front first game after they all rested because of COVID. We'll see how they come back. We'll see what their cardio is in this game. While the Niners really sprinted through the finish in the second half of that matchup against the Rams. That was an impressive. That was a coming of age moment for Jimmy Garoppolo, a minute left in the game, fourth quarter, everything's on the line. You got your thumb shot up with Metis. I mean, that, that was a big time moment for him. I'm hearing he's going to get the shot on his thumb pregame and not at halftime like he did last week. I think that's a positive for San Francisco as well. Listen, I think the Cowboys offense is great, but they're trending in the wrong direction. They were fifth in EPA per play in weeks one through nine, ninth over the back half of the year, just a slight trend down for them. And the Niners have been playing great. I think this is a money line spot as well for San Francisco. You know, I actually just uh, sent you and Tim something on Twitter. and uh, I almost forgot to put this in my eval. Uh, Trent Williams is back. Yep. Mm. Yeah, and that's just Huge. out of... Big fella, that's him and Debo walking into Jerry's world. And that's just how they're going to walk out, partying. I like San Francisco. I, You look at Dallas's wins and losses and you break them down by quality of opponent. I think if you take away the NFC East because they, they beat the Eagles, but again, the Eagles didn't play anyone in, in that game, by the way. They beat one team that's in the playoffs, and that was New England. And that, which is just a fascinating stat for a team that won as many games as Dallas is they fed on the catfish of the National Football League. And then when they had to step up against NFL playoff caliber teams, they fell short. Bucks, Raiders, Cardinals, so on and so forth. So I think that that trend continues. You know, uh, I, I like San Francisco to win this game outright, Jared. I really do. Yeah, me too. Sprinkle that money line. All right, Jared, before we let you run, uh, Let's get to either Sunday or Monday dealer's choice here. We got Pittsburgh <laughs> catching 12 and a half against Kansas city. And then we've got Arizona and LA actually at three and a half here now in favor of the Rams, mostly fours though uh, in favor of the Rams on Monday night. 
before you roll out, what is uh, anything from those two games? Man, I, I really want to find a reason to take the Steelers at 13. I know, right? So they, they played, what, three weeks ago, and the line was 10 and a half. That's the best case that I can make, though, because the numbers are awful. They're a minus 1.1 in net yards per play over the back half of the year. The Chiefs played a really tough schedule down the stretch. They're toughest. They went 9-1 and one straight up. They're ready to roll. It's just how much are they invested in blowing this team out. On the Rams' side, I, I would lean L.A., uh, just because of the offensive line play and just how poor the Cardinals defense has been, uh, especially over the back half of the year. But with JJ Watt back, maybe there's a boost there. Third game, that's probably a pick them kind of, you know, three points in either direction. So I probably lay off, but maybe we sprinkle on Pittsburgh, Tim. I'll, maybe I'll get find a reason you to get find to a dog. the Steelers on Sunday. Yeah, so find one of those dogs. Something weird's happening this weekend. I know I keep saying mm. that. I don't know what it is, and and I wish I did. It is. I, something, Buffalo, Buffalo wins by 24. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe <laughs> we get a blowout, and that would be nice uh, for us. Jared, as always, man, we appreciate the insight, the time. Enjoy Wild Card Weekend. We'll talk to you next week. Have a good one, gentlemen. There he is. Follow him on Twitter, at Jared Lee Smith. Pixwise as well. That's Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. Now, there you go, Fresno State. It's the nightcap here on VEASAN. This is the nightcap on VEASAN, the sports betting network. missed any part of our show or anything on the VSIN schedule today, don't forget to check out our free sports betting podcast. You can catch replays of all our shows or download and listen on your schedule. Head over to vsin.com slash podcast. You get beating the book with Gil Alexander. Market insights with Josh Applebaum. We've got hardwood handicappers, the Lombardi line, follow the money, my guys in the desert, coast to coast, hoops, and many more. They're all free and available now at vcin.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. Alongside Sean King, I'm Tim Murray. Speaking of coast-to-coast hoops, Hoops Peterson, he will have you covered coming up at the top of the hour. I am hoping that Fresno State can maybe salvage a little bit. Relax, man. They're up 12. You got this. Doing that on purpose now, you mush. Um, let's get to, uh, we, we did our playoff predictions earlier today and you had a intriguing Super Bowl, which was Titans over the 49ers, Facts. which is an exacta you can play here at Circa at 80 to one. So an interesting option there. Uh, some other options for the Titans. If you like the Titans. Uh, the Titans right now just in the futures market to win the Super Bowl are sitting at, hold on, there's no rhyme or reason, 8-1. to 8-1 to one to win the Super Bowl. But the exacta, Titans over Packers, plus two, two, uh, 22.75. Titans over Bucks, 40-1. Mm-hmm. to one. I would ask you this. So, obviously, they have the buy, Sean. And the way that you look at the AFC, you have them beating who in the divisional round? The Raiders. Raiders. And then you have them beating the, the Bills. Bills. And I and ultimately beating the similarly, 49ers. I have them beating or losing to the Bills. I think they 
get a you know pretty favorable matchup there in the divisional round. They'll have so here's the our, AFC championship. Here's how close I think Tennessee and Buffalo are. Okay. If Buffalo was the one seed and Tennessee was on the road, mm-hmm. I'd pick Buffalo. I just think home field, having to play one less game, kind of going to show up in the second half of that AOC championship. When you look at some of the exactos, so you like them over the 49ers. You yeah, I'm going to get... play two exactos. I'm going to play one? Titans over Niners and Niners over Titans. Okay. I think one's 75 to one and one's 80 to one, which is surprising because the Niners beating the 49ers Titans, over Titans is 75 to which one. Which is less than Titans beating Niners. Yeah, that is interesting. Yeah. Considering Tennessee is the number one seed. I know it's the other conference, but the you know, Niners lose against the Rams. They're not even in the playoffs. But be interesting to see the power ratings uh, that that they have out there, and you know it's crazy. And I was thinking about this, but I just ultimately decided that I don't need them to win the game. Just probably not lose it. Mm-hmm. Just play solid. I picked Jimmy Garoppolo and Ryan Tannehill over Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady. In what? Oh, the oh, Niners and the oh, Titans just, yeah, are yeah, yeah. participants in the Super Bowl. You're really believing in some running games. Derrick Henry. Defense. Rush the ability to rush the quarterback. And situationally, they don't have to go through all of them. That's you know? true. I mean, the Titans certainly, them getting the one seed and then getting likely the Bengals or Raiders is a pretty favorable situation for them to head into the AFC And I think Kyle Shanahan learned his lesson during the regular season. I don't think he gives Rodgers a chance to do that to him again. Remember when they playing the regular season and San Francisco had the game and they, oh, yeah. they gave the ball back and Rodgers had like no time. And that ridiculous forever. throw to Adams. Yeah. And, yeah. Oh. They come out there and they kick, kick the field goal to win it all. Yeah. Um, so you have the Niners. What do you think? Niners-Titans. Let's go. No, I have I have the Packers. You have the Niners losing the first round. I do. You won't take the cigar bet. I have the Niners. You have the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Is that the cigar bet? Yeah. Yeah, I'm willing to do that. Okay. After seeing that video, I just text out. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm willing to rock and roll now. I mean, you're so calm. You're money line, right? Whoever wins. Uh, No, I'm going to take the points. Because they're going to give me the points. I'm going to take the you know, Jimmy G. He's still playing. I still have, I don't a, know. You, I still have, you have a team going to the Super Bowl and you're not willing to take him on the money line in our cigar bet? Nope. Wow. Some confidence you've got. So, well, so what number are we using? Three. three. Yeah, we okay. got three. Three across the board right now. Niners. There you go. So easy. <laughs> Who's winning the cigar bets again, Sean? I mean, it's like asking who's I, winning the game in the second quarter. Like the game well, over. You were pretty confident when you were up four cigars on me, and I thought you were gonna quit, so I let you win a couple games. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. Mm, okay. Um, some other exactas that are maybe intriguing to some. Buccaneers, you can get them over the Chiefs at plus twenty-two fifty. The uh, as you see, uh, we had it on the screen there. 
the most common or the shortest odds, Chiefs over Packers, Packers over Chiefs, both at 12 to 1. Bills beat the Packers, that's at 20 to 1. Uh, I predicted Packers over Bills, that is also 20 to 1. That's actually come down. It was 21 to 1 down to 20 to 1. Why don't you uh, have confidence in the Bucks right now? Injuries. Yeah. What, what is a, it about the what 49ers? Was, what was our greatest advantage now, in my opinion, has become a significant potential deficiency. And, and here's what I mean. When we started the year, I mean, our three wide receivers set, we had Mike Evans, Antonio Brown, Chris Godwin with Gronk at tight end. I mean, that's as good as it gets. All four of those guys, I don't know if Godwin's made a Pro Bowl, but the other three have made a made Pro I mean, that, that's as good as it gets. Now you lose Antonio Brown and Chris Godwin. And Mike Evans, as good as he is, has been kind of battling that hamstring throughout the year. You know, every time he seems to, you know, catch two, three balls, you know, it, it slightly does something. So I just, I don't like where we're at. We don't know if uh, Leonard Fournette is going to be available. So what are we going to try it out? Uh, Ronald Jones is already out. I mean, is Le'Veon Bell going to channel his 2014 Steeler days? I mean, it is 2022 now. So I, we just got, I think injuries, you know, ultimately will be the reason that we don't repeat. Get by, you, you think you get by the Eagles this yeah. weekend. The Eagles stick. And then next weekend. We got a huge, huge favor done to us when it was the Eagles, not the Saints. So next weekend, if Dallas wins, it'll be Dallas-Tampa Bay. If, well, Dallas Sanford, not gonna win. if San Francisco wins. Yeah, Dallas is not going to win. Okay. If San Francisco wins, it'll be San Francisco. It'll be the winner of Arizona-LA goes to Tampa. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good – I mean, I'd, I'd much rather – it's crazy to say it, but I feel like I'd rather face Arizona-LA than San Francisco. That's why I have San Francisco in the Super Bowl. And for some reason, you say that, but you have them losing to a team that only beat one playoff caliber team this year. I understand. Yeah, just don't get it. But yet, you need to take the points. That's surprising. Hey, uh, by the way, in the year of you taught me that in the year of David, did David win the college football championship? He did not. Did the did David make it to the championship game? He did not. Oh, okay. But he did do something that David has never done before: make it to the college football playoff. Oh, I was told that David was winning the championship this year. No. It happens. He took out he, he he took out that slingshot and then it just snapped. Hey, it was close to having multiple options. You know, if Oklahoma State doesn't get tackled on the half inch line, and uh, Georgia does the Bama in the SEC championship game, what they did to them in the college football final, then Oklahoma State's in the mix as well. So <laughs> you saw what kind of second half team they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you think you think Oklahoma State was gonna was gonna do anything against Georgia? Oh, it depends. On they how couldn't g- do anything against Baylor. Hey, depends on how good you think Notre Dame is. Not that good. I didn't. I didn't. Did I say that Notre Dame was on the level of Georgia or Bama? I just. I just want to remind you. You know, you you get you get very confident. But you're gonna say like it wasn't the year of David and Cincinnati made the college football playoff. They were a preseason top ten team. That's what I told you, and you told me it didn't matter. You said they weren't getting in. Hold on. And I said it's the Hold year on. David. Hold on. 
I told you when the first rankings came out and you threw up your hands, oh, we need absolute, you know, carnage for them to make the playoffs. And I broke down exactly what needed to happen and what happened, Sean. All of that happened. I think you have CTE. So, I will show you. Man, I really do. I was never thinking Cincinnati could make it. This is the nightcap. We back on the other side. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Saturdays are for sunshine, especially for your ears. With another election, ongoing wars, and natural disasters, we know the news can be a lot to take in. And we're determined to share the bright side of humanity. Every Saturday, take a breather from the headlines and hear all the uplifting happenings across the world with Five Good Things, a new weekend edition of CNN Five Things. That means you can find this goodness in the same feed as Five Things. Listen to Five Good Things on the iHeartRadio app. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. VSIN has a great new offer to help make this your best betting year ever. Our all new big game, Big Dance Special, provides VSIN plus all access to everything we do from now. April 5th for only 69 bucks. Sign up now and get our daily best bet emails, 24-7 video access, the upcoming big game, college hoops, betting guides, plus full access to vcin.com with our exclusive betting split breakdowns for every game. It's on. It's one of the most exciting betting seasons of the year, so don't miss out on one of our best deals of the year vcin.com slash big deal to check it out and sign up today. Wrapping things up, Hoops Peterson coming up top of the hour. That's Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. Fresno State taking care of business. What I like to see. Salvage the Richmond loss, which did not make me very happy. But uh, Sean was able to cash in on his Puckstradamus parlay, so he's happy about that. Yes, I am. Well done. And uh, we are headed into the weekend where we have some similar Similar thoughts outside of Dallas and San Francisco, where I'm just going to stay off the game. But we've got a little, uh, we've got a little cigar bet going, so that'll be my, le- that'll be my interest level there. Uh, but other than that, our plays are 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 similar. So let's take a look. Uh, we'll get back to our bank rules just to remind folks. Mm-hmm. Uh, each and every week, we have a thousand dollars to work with, and we'll start with. Uh, I'll go first. Since Sean went first earlier in the show, run down what I've got going on. So we've been talking about it quite a bit. Uh, it's actually up to six now. So if you like the Raiders, you can get a six out there uh, at Westgate. Raiders as the dog at the Bengals. I'll take 330 of my thousand bucks and put it on the Raiders and the spread plus five and a half. 330 to win 300. Hey, 
Did you lose all your money last week, or did you make money? Stay ten toes down. You got. I will give you a chance to change it. The Raiders money line. No, I'm good. Okay, good. I, I got a. I got a process. All right. I, I've throughout the season. I've made a very lucrative profit of ninety nine dollars so far. <laughs> I got holes last week. But come on, anyway. Go ahead. Finish. Uh, I will roll with the Bills. I do like the Bills in this spot. Great choice. Minus four and a half against the Patriots. Uh, that is five here at Circa. Two twenty to win two hundred. Uh, there's a. Uh, one of them, uh, an interesting parlay here at Circa. So I took the Bills on the money line, and then the Raiders, I bumped them up to seven and a half. That's plus 131 uh, in on that parlay. So 230 to win 301. And then a couple smaller plays. Uh, Buffalo, New England, just a bunch of people. And I, I tend to agree with the way people assume, Sean, that the weather is going to be a massive factor. The last time these two teams played in Buffalo was 14 to 10. Only three pass attempts from Mac Jones. I'm going to go over on Buffalo and New England. We've had a handful of people on the show this week. Kenny White, Todd Furman, uh, on Gill's show, Warren Sharp also liked the over. So I will roll with them. Smaller play of my bankroll, 110 to win 100. And then with the potential wacky weather down in Tampa, with the capabilities of rushing the ball, I will take the points with the Eagles plus eight and a half against the Bucks. A small play, one ten to win one hundred. Sean, so now that you've read it twice, do you like it? I do. Okay. I, I mean, those are my plays. I've personally bet all of those, so yes, I do like them. All right, let's go. I'm all in on the Raiders. Like I said, I think this is my second best play of the weekend. I just think with their balance now in offense, they found their way to. You know, find the holes that exist in that Bengals run defense. Derek Carr plays one of those games that make you think like he could be the answer. Uh, so I like the Bengals, I mean the Raiders on the money line. Uh, Bills, this is my best bet of the weekend. Uh, I started to put my entire bankroll on this particular game, but for entertainment purposes, I like to have other options up there for you guys. Uh, Bills minus four and a half. Um, that is a lock. Just go ahead and bet that. You don't even have to watch the game. Just go check on the result later. See how much they won by. I'm telling you, if it's not it, oh my, I got them as almost a two-touchdown favorite. So this should be a comfortable win for, for Buffalo. Uh, my 49ers money line. I just think this is a bad matchup for the Cowboys. When you look at who the Cowboys were able to defeat during the regular season, not a lot of teams that are still currently playing are on that list. So I'm going Niners money line. I think Debo Samuel, uh, Eli Mitchell, that run game really take its toll on an undersized Dallas front. So I'm going Niners money line, and then I'm going to put a parlay together. I'm going to take the points in the parlay because I already get some 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 juice there, six to one I think on a, a three teamer. So I'm going to go San Francisco plus the points, Vegas plus the points, and then Buffalo minus the four and a half. So. If I hit all of these, it'll get me all the way, let's see, 1,600. Oh, yeah, we'll be all the way back on the other side of. You need it. Yeah. Uh, last week, I mean, yeah, I really, keep, really got you, unfortunate You last keep week. saying that, that every single time. But That's not true. Okay. You're minus $1,600. I, you know, I'm going to. Take my ninety-nine bucks, and I'm gonna go get me a shrimp cocktail down there. You Barry. finally, finally, I mean, finally, finally got on the other side of that uh, thing. You're you're sixteen hundred in the hole. Yeah, I, I mean, you were losing last week. Yeah, slightly. 
There's no, there's the confidence that you exude. There's no reason. There's no denying that you, you know, you were a quarterback in the NFL. No, listen, my puckshadomic play, my puckshadomic. But you didn't let anyone know about. Doesn't go on on the bankroll. Okay. Yeah. Then I don't want to be boring and put like, okay, everything's on one game. You could have done that. You've done, I know, but you've it's done a that graphic, multiple times. It's entertainment, and then you lose on that. You've done that once, I think, and it won. I did it one time, and it won. No, it did. Yes, it did. The one time I put the whole thousand on one thing at one, but I haven't done that since. You know, like uh, we have to look back. There was definitely a week where you did a thousand on one play, and it did not hit. No, I don't think that's correct. <laughs> that was the Michigan State Indiana one where they won by. Five and they were about a four and a half point favorite. So yeah, and it covered. Yeah, I know. Right. Had it all. Had it the whole way. Never in doubt. Yeah. Did they cash my ticket when I walked up there? I remember you. No, 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 no. I want you to answer the question. They did. Okay, so yeah. then that means it won. Well, it's just like well, I'm but just, then it was like I, I am at say- the time you were putting like sixteen bets up. So I was like, I mean, this just looks ridiculous, you know. So let me spread a little Who, more. Who's winning and who's losing? Who's winning and who's losing right now? Well, they haven't played yet. No, 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 no. We've played. No, we got to go through the weekend. We've played every week so no, we far. Go through At the this weekend. point in time, who's winning and who's losing? We have to go through the weekend. Who's winning and who's losing cigar bets? Okay, I just, I just, you know, Your Honor, the the evidence is overwhelming right now. Um, all right, before we wrap things up, Pittsburgh, Kansas City this is a game that we've kind of overlooked a little bit. Line still remains twelve and a half. I want nothing to do with this game. Um, what does Pittsburgh need to do to keep this game close? Uh, hope Mahomes gets a stomach flu <laughs> and can't go. It's being serious. Yeah. All right. I mean, I just don't see it. I mean, of course. I mean, it's it's pro sports. I mean, if. If uh, I mean Najee Harris is banged up. If, if Pittsburgh, I mean, if uh, the Chiefs go out and fumble the opening kickoff, and you know Pittsburgh scooping scores, and well, the first time the Chiefs punt, it's blocked and ran back for it. I mean, there are things that you can't predict that could happen. But if you play this game ten times, I truly think the Chiefs cover this number eight of them. I would. I don't disagree. You no, know, so you just gotta wonder: is this one of the two games where? You know, the football gods, G-A-W-D-S, you know, decide to, you know, shine favorably on Pittsburgh. You know, like, he throws a deep ball to Deontay Johnson and the guy falls down. You know, like, things like that have to happen, in my opinion, for Pittsburgh to even be close to covering this number. Me, personally, I'm going to leave the game alone because I feel much stronger about the Bills game and the Raiders game, so I won't touch this. You know, and then I feel strongly about the Niners. So I have three games that I really like, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sit tight right there with those. All right. Uh, man, you told me I'm not allowed to bet on college basketball. You know what we have tomorrow? We have Shaka as a home underdog tomorrow. Come on. That's our spot. Bro. Got to back Shaka as a home underdog. Look, man. I mean, you grown. <laughs> You know, I don't have to watch you, you know, punch the table, and I oh, had to give you some Advil earlier today. Infuriating. Oh, Jeez. it was brutal, absolutely brutal. All right, that's gonna do it for our show. There are our plays. Let's go, Bills. 
Let's go Raiders tomorrow to have ourselves a good weekend. And we'll be back having, uh, having a grand old time on Monday night watching the Rams and the Cardinals wrap up Super Wild Card Weekend. Hey, thanks to our guests, Doug Kammerer, Paul Charchian, and Jared Smith. Great stuff as always. Thank you, everyone, behind the scenes. Aaron Oster, our producer. For Sean, I'm Tim Hoops-Peterson. Coming up next, this has been the Nightcap on VC. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 